welcome to episode six of Rock Talk on Drives. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Jim Finiak. And hello, I'm Neil Corbett. All right, Neil, what is our topic for this episode? Well, it, in a way, it's a little bit of a revisit, a topic we've already covered, motor control centers. But we're going to do it with a different twist. We're going to focus on 50th anniversary of Centerline MCCs. And I'm super excited, as I'm sure you are. Early in my career, I was a uh, a Rockwell MCC specialist, and uh, I won't tell you how long ago that was, but uh, <laughs> and it's a really great way to to package our intelligent devices. I think back even before I worked for Rockwell, we we had these modular systems where we had disconnect switch starters and banks with some rudimentary bus work in the back, and uh, actually it was a little a little scary. But um, and we even sold that in parallel with motor control centers when we launched those, but. Uh, it's just a really great way to package uh, intelligent devices for many different industries and customers. So today we brought Elizabeth and Diego to talk about centerline motor control centers, the history behind it, and we're even going to talk about 2,500 MCCs. That's the IEC version of our MCCs. So I'm going to introduce Elizabeth. She's the product specialist for the centerline 2100. Elizabeth, welcome. Thanks, Neil. Happy to to be on this podcast today. Like you said, I'm the Centerline 2100 NEMA MCC product specialist. I've worked for Rockwell for about eight years and spent about three of those years in the MCC business. So overlapping with a small fraction of the 50-year history of the Centerline MCC. Great. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thanks for being here. We also have Diego, product manager for Centerline 2500 MCCs. Diego, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, sure. Hello, hello, everyone. Happy to be here today, and thank you for having us. So I'm Diego Wilches. I'm the product manager for the Centerline 2500. Have been with the company uh, something around two two years already. Located in Katowice, in Poland, and yeah, having let's say a responsibility for the product on the on the global perspective. Awesome. Thanks, Diego. Well, let's before we get too far. 50 years, a lot of history there. Let's start with the basics. What is the Centerline MCC? Sure. So starting with, I guess, a little bit of acronym definition, MCC stands for Motor Control Center. So if we're thinking about customer applications, there's a good chance that you've probably used something that Centerline MCCs either produce or control, such as conveyors at an airport, uh, pulp and paper production, painting, riding a roller coaster, anything like that. So a centerline motor control center essentially packages and houses a whole variety of motor control devices. So getting specifically into the centerline 2100 MCC, which is the product that I support, that's our NEMA MCC. So it's installed primarily in the NEMA market, which is North America and parts of Latin America. It was introduced in 1971, 50 years ago. And we manufacture in Richland Center, Wisconsin, the United States here, and then also in two locations in Tecate, Mexico, and Monterey, Mexico. Right. So to add on that, we have the 2500, which uh, was launched as a result of the successful history of the 2100 in, in the NEMA markets. The 2500 is the MCC that supports the IC. So everything, uh, let's say, outside of uh, North America, 
mostly EMEA, Asia-Pacific is are the regions that are normally covered by the IEC standards, and is where the uh, 2500 MCC has its its customer customer base. So uh, it was introduced back in 2006, starting with the factory in Brazil, and then a couple of years later we started producing it in 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 Poland to cover the EMEA region, and then in Shanghai, in China, to cover Asia-Pacific. A great overview. So centerline, you know, we let, let's peel that onion back a little bit. You know, it's it's the horizontal power bus in the center of the MCC, correct? And, and, and I guess the question is, why would a customer listening to this podcast today care that the bus is in the center of the motor control center? Having the bus bar located in the in the center of the MCC helps with the heat dissipation, which within the structure there is um, uh, as well a uh, characteristic that is uh, higher power density. So we can have uh, the uh, half of the vertical bus bar having double rating, so uh, there is a higher power density. Uh, and then, as well, there is uh, having the the bus bar in in the middle. It's a guarantee that it's uh, separated from where the operators will be doing wiring. So, as well, it's it's easy to splice the bus bar. There is no need to let's say have access to the top of the MCC during the installation or the maintenance. Having it uh, in the middle of the MCC, it's it's just uh, a matter of uh, removing opening the, the, the door, removing the, the protection, and then having access directly to the to the bus part of the MCC. Okay, makes sense. You know, I know we have these two different lines, the 2100, the 2500, and Elizabeth, you mentioned the IEC market and NEMA markets. Can you provide maybe some high-level differences between you and Diego? What do we mean by the differences between IEC and NEMA? Sure. So we have two MCCs that are designed to serve two different markets, the IEC market and the NEMA market. There's different standards that address the needs of those markets, and they're differentiated. It's primarily geographical. So the NEMA market, for example, is going to be North America and parts of Latin America. And geographically, the IEC market then covers the rest of the world, parts of Asia, part, or I should say parts of Latin America, then also Europe, Middle East, Africa, and Asia Pacific as well. So the NEMA MCC addresses the markets that require UL for the certification for their facilities. And so our NEMA MCCs are certified to the UL 845 standard. Right. So to add to that, the centerline family of uh, MCCs is a, is a global product with the intention to have a, a easy or, or close to our customer solution, then we have factories that are following each of the standards that are normally followed in each specific location. So as I mentioned before, the IEC MCC, it's, it's located, has its manufacturing locations uh, in Brazil, in Poland, and in China. And then we are able to, to serve our, our customers within the same region, within a, a similar time zone, having fast access to our organization or subject matter experts or as project managers or application engineers. And then as well, the, the NEMA NCC, it's the one that will be serving the, the North American region. Well, thank you for that. I mean, that certainly helps clarify some of the differences. What 
what are some of the similarities? What are what do we have in common across these two markets, across these two product lines for motor control centers? Yeah, so they're both obviously they they both got centerline in the name, the centerline twenty one hundred and the centerline twenty five hundred, and so they both follow that centerline horizontal power bus structure. So it's got a similar layout, a similar design from that perspective, from how our power is distributed throughout the MCC. Then if we if we look and we think about the smart devices that we package, there's a IntelliCenter Ethernet kind of infrastructure, as well as an IntelliCenter software that's common to both the Centerline 2100 and the Centerline 2500. Right, and, and I will add to, to this, both uh, Centerline products are, are packaging state-of-the-art motor control devices uh, directly from Rockwell. So our brand, Allen Bradley, is the components or that we are packaging in, in both of them. We utilize SMCs, so soft starters, power flex, our, our variable speed drives, and then the intelligent or the electronic overload relays. So this is... Uh, common for both of the product lines, of course. And then we have the, the, the Tech Connect offering, which is a, a, a service that comes together with the MCC by default, uh, right after after the customer received the, the MCC. There is a Tech Connect service that guarantees that the, the customer has access to, to global support. There is a global network of consultants ready to support the customer with questions troubleshooting, and then this is uh, an offering that is common for, for both of the product lines. So many good uh, kind of subtopics we could dig into there, Elizabeth and Diego. So particularly the intelligent piece, but before we get there, what, why would a customer buy uh, a motor control center instead of putting it in a panel, like a drive? I know we, we do a lot of VFDs in motor control centers, be it 2,500 or 2,100, but why not just put it in a panel? What's, what's so special about a motor control center? Yeah, we, we do install a lot of drives in our MCCs, uh, and there's a couple good reasons for that. First, if I'm going to kind of restate the definition of the of what an MCC is, but it, it provides a true means of centralizing your motor control and standardizing on some good installation practices. With that also comes pretty straightforward maintenance. It's easy to replace a bucket. You know kind of how the layout's going to be similar with each and every MCC bucket that you order, as well as you can remove the entire bucket at once rather than having to dig around and find the pieces and the parts that are that are unique and maybe need to be to be repaired or replaced. And so that helps minimize downtime for for facilities who are trying to minimize that. As well, we've got a really good Ethernet infrastructure. We call it IntelliCenter. And so being able to provide that factory installed, that helps minimize wiring and minimize commissioning time as well. And then one more piece, if we look at it from a, from a safety perspective, from an electrical safety perspective, MCCs are really good at containing an arc fault and kind of preventing it from cascading down to every single device that's installed. Whereas in a panel, if everything's all exposed to one another, there can be a lot of I guess, collateral damage in the event of any kind of arc fault or failure. Right. The bucket can uh, isolate to some extent, or the MCC can isolate and route some of the uh, the energy from a, from a fault, which, hey, tell us a little bit more about the safety side of motor control centers. Yeah. So we've got, there's a couple different levels of safety and a couple of different 
facets of what type of safety or what the what need for safety you're looking for. Um, first and foremost, we say that every single MTC is we, we say call it safety by design. So basically, we've got the separation between the different buckets. We've got isolation to prevent any kind of accidental contact with any type of horizontal or vertical power bus. And that comes inherent with every single MCC that we sell, both Centerline 2100 and Centerline 2500. And then if you want to go a little bit more specific or deeper into certain safety features, we've got one called ArcShield, and that is providing an arc-resistant MCC to both contain and redirect that arc to, in the event of an arc fault and help protect operators. Uh, and then we also have Secure Connect, which is a means of disconnecting the MCC bucket from power while the door is closed to, again, provide one level of separation between the operator and any kind of live power. And then taking this in a little bit different direction, one our newest addition to our safety portfolio is we've been working pretty hard over this past year to release a number of functional safety improvements. And so that's for really kind of, if we're looking at it in a different way and thinking about, okay, what are these MCC buckets controlling? Well, they're controlling different machinery that may need to be certified to a certain machine safety standard. And so because MCCs can be repeatable and standardized, we came up with some different MCC units that are designed to meet specific functional safety claims and specific functional safety performance levels that can be provided as well. So two different, a couple different ways to, to look at safety, but all very important and all able to be delivered in our MCCs. Yeah, safety is like a podcast in and of itself. It could be. <laughs> yeah, definitely. A lot of, <laughs> lot of listeners and a lot of customers, those that we talk to, certainly care about safety, both for their staff and for their equipment. And those features are always neat to see how they evolve because they, they certainly make the devices safe, but also keep people productive to be able to use them. So that's awesome to see some of that innovation built into this product over these 50 years. You know, I think Neil alluded to it also a little bit about some of the intelligence of these devices. I think there's perhaps some intelligence baked in the name IntelliCenter. <laughs> what can you tell us about how MCCs are smart? Right. So an MCC, it's leveraging the smart devices that are packaged within each of the units. So we have electronic overload relays for controlling direct online starters and reversible starters. And then as well, the PowerFlex family, it's uh, as well packaged within the MCC together, the PowerFlex family, the 750s and the 520s, which are connected as well. And uh, the SMC Flex, all of them being components that are networked leveraging the Ethernet network uh, built in within the MCC structure. And those are all connected together via the IntelliCenter software. So IntelliCenter software, it's the way that we are sending all of this data that are getting 
lectures from each of the devices and is how the customer can get access to all of the data in one one screen so right in front of the of the computer there is no there is no need for the operator to take a a, a look at the mcc directly but when everything is it's connected it's there is a there is a, a the easiness of uh, having access to data right in front of the of the screen and um the management of this data allows our customer to have access to data that allows them to take intelligent decisions on regarding maintenance, preventive maintenance, just realizing if uh, there is a, a, a component that needs a, a revision, how everything is, is working within the units of the MCC. So it's just uh, allows uh, the access to, to data that um, let us take good decisions regarding the, the function of the equipment. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what we're trying to get to, industrial Internet of Things. we got Industry 4.0, and of course, Rockwell uh, helping our customers on their journey towards their connected enterprise. So thank you for that. Yeah, and Diego, just to, to bridge up what you mentioned, all of that network infrastructure is connected via managed switches, right? Uh, Stratic switches, I believe? Correct. Yeah. So yeah, static switches are as well uh, Allen Bradley components that are directly provided uh, uh, with the CMCC. A secure, secure managed network, which is uh, you know firewalled and all that, all that good stuff. I like how you mentioned IntelliCenter software. I mean, with those static switches and getting the smart intelligence, getting them to the right place at the right time. Those have the the Cisco IOS built in there, so they're built for IT integration. So taking that communications and the smart insights from those smart devices all the way uh, into that IT infrastructure. It's it's really ready to go. So that's awesome. And we have some, uh, just a side note, some complementary software to IntelliCenter. IntelliCenter software is really great stuff. We have augmented maintenance solution, AMS, that uh, integrates some augmented reality and some other capabilities around safety and intelligence. So uh, yeah, you know, data for data's sake, isn't necessarily productive, but but making that information, serving it up in a useful fashion is what IntelliCenter is all about. So thank you, Diego. Just to complement that, uh, IntelliCenter software is the is the entrance as well to what uh, Rockwell Automation refers to primary integration. So uh, having having access to IntelliCenter means that uh, there is uh, as well a ease to connect or to um, integrate into the logics uh, environment which uh, this really reduces all the effort uh, to integrate all of these, all of these components. It's, it's just uh, straightforward. So that, that's a bit on the smart piece. We have these three pillars. We talk about smart, secure, and scalable. How about the secure piece, uh, Elizabeth? Do you want to expand on that a little more? Yeah, so obviously security is really important. MCCs control a variety of facilities that are required to be, to be secure. And so both we in the MCCs, but business. And also Rockwell as a whole has been focused more recently on improving security of our devices and of our network. And so the the MCC Ethernet network architecture in the IntelliCenter, it can help manage network access either as an individual secure control system, or it can be part of a larger plant PAX distributed control system. And so that's the network piece of it. But also, if we're thinking about the, the hardware design and if we're thinking about physical access controls, that's important too. So an MCC can also provide locking latches 
for either an individual unit or for the wireway so that unauthorized operators cannot open those without having the proper lock to unlock it. And then there's also a, a mechanical extension plate that can kind of provide that same functionality for an entire section. So every unit and the wireway in that section. We can also provide an RFID reader on an MCC door. So you can scan a badge and provide record of who was opening that MCC. And also guardling technology to similar process to lock the door of the MCC unit and manage access to who is authorized to actually be able to open that MCC bucket to service it. Yeah, I think security is really important. I oftentimes think of MCCs with a lot of utilities type of applications, whether it's within our customers or within our communities. So knowing that we can keep that those systems up and running is probably the utmost importance for a lot of those users. I think we covered a, a lot of different topics here. We talked about how they're safe, the intelligence, the security. How about scalability, Diego? Can you tell us about how our MCCs are scalable? Yeah, sure. They are they are scalable by by design. So and, and, and in different different ways. So an MCC has the characteristic that all of or some of their units, most of their units are withdrawable. So if there is a fault into one of the units, this unit is easily replaceable. And then as well, the needs of our customers are evolving with time. So sometimes, or it can be the case that a customer requested originally a, a direct starter, but after in time, there is a need to, to migrate to a variable speed drive. This is possible. Just uh, uh, within the same NCC that is exist, existing on site, it's a matter of replacing the unit that is located on the uh, on, on site, uh, having a, a new bucket or drawer, as, it, as it called in the, uh, it's called in the IEC markets. And it's, it's just a matter of a migration right after plugging in a new a new unit. And as well, there might be cases where the customers are, are in need to expand the MCC. So a motor control center, it's comprised of different columns. And um, if there is a need to expand the motor control installed within the MCC, it's it's a matter of adding more columns to it. The design of the of the bus bar can be made uh, originally with this intention in mind. So we can actually find a, find a way to to keep adding sections to the to the MCC. And then of course the backwards compatibility of the of our centerline family we since we are packaging our our allen bradley components always having in mind the latest uh, motor control technology we are evolving with the design but always keeping in mind that we are able to serve the large install base around the world so we have um NEMA MCCs, for example, that are still uh, working since their installation back in, in the 70s. And it's possible still to get to these MCCs and replace units in them. So we guarantee that we are uh, serving and actually bringing the possibility to our, of our customers to have the, the latest uh, technology installed in the motor control centers. That's great to know, especially, I mean, 50 years is incredible. I think good segue here to focus a little bit more on the, the big celebration, but just knowing that we can continue to serve those customers and that <laughs> certainly these are not disposable assets. 
but continue to uh, provide value and expand as as the uh, the application grows, the facilities grow, and the needs change. So thanks. Yeah, I totally agree. So let's let's get into a little bit of history, Jim. Fiftieth anniversary, hard to believe. So can you tell us a little more about how the twenty one hundred came to be, Elizabeth? Sure. And so obviously, fifty years is a long time. So I'm going to try to stick to the high level points and the the key features and key pieces of the timeline over the last 50 years. In 1971, uh, 50 years ago, the Centerline 2100 MCC had its first initial release, initial launch. At the time, we manufactured only in Richland Center, Wisconsin. Over the last 50 years, we, we still manufacture there, and we've also expanded to facilities in Mexico, Mexico, Brazil, Poland, and China as well. In 2000, so about 29 years through the life cycle of the Centerline MCC, the IntelliCenter software was launched. And so I know we've talked a little bit about this already in this, in this podcast recording here, but it provides real-time monitoring and event logging. And so what's unique and what's, what's important about that is that operators can access that on the plant floor network and they have data visibility from many remote user stations as well. Then in 2006, the ArcShield technology was introduced. Again, I know we've talked about this a little bit, but really that's important to help mitigate and protect operators from an arc blast should an arc flash occur. There's additional safety features integrated into the MCC. If it's an ArcShield MCC, that will help redirect and contain the arc, arc fault to keep operators or anyone in the vicinity more safe. And then the last key piece from the Centerline 2100 perspective was that in 2011, we introduced Secure Connect, which is another safety feature. Hopefully you're seeing a pattern here in terms of safety features, but this one greatly reduces workers' exposure to live voltage by allowing you to disconnect the power from an MCC bucket without needing to open the door. Yeah, and of, of course, all the smart devices that are in there have evolved along the way. But our, our 2500, our, our IEC solution there, it's not exactly uh, a spring chicken here. Diego, can you talk <laughs> about the history there? Sure. So, yeah, with, with this year, within, within the anniversary, we are talking about our, our centerline family uh, 50th anniversary. And the 2500, it's it's uh, it's as well celebrating 15th years of serving our customers. As I said, uh, the 2500 has has been a, a result of uh, innovation, taking the the success of the design in the in the NEMA market. Then we felt the, the need to serve our customers regardless of the geographical location and bring them a product that uh, was able to serve and, and then in 2006 centerline was was uh, released uh, to our customers then in 2016 we reached uh, more than 1 million mcc sections uh, shipped shipped all around uh, the world serving the industries uh, were uh, our customers are are are, are uh, located in the, their their businesses, so ranging from food and beverage to oil and gas. Uh, and Elizabeth mentioned the Secure Connect launch for the 2500, 2100, and then we we did at this as well, following the the safety features in the MCC. We launched the design in 20 
2020. This is uh, something uh, as well that we uh, are proud of. Uh, that is a, a technology that helps reduce the exposure to electrical hazards by disconnecting power from the vertical power bus in an individual unit with the door closed. This is, uh, again, a fruit of the innovation within Rockwell Automation. And in this year, 2021, this is the 50 years of uh, industry leadership with uh, more intelligent components and, and options than ever before. Customers uh, get tailored solutions to meet power, control, and information needs. So what I take away from this is that in 1971, when we introduced our first IntelliCenter MCC, we we had a good thing going, but we didn't get it perfect. And we've seen a lot of innovation and improvements along the way. Can we talk about what some of those drivers are in the market that are leading to some of these significant changes over the years we've seen? Yeah. So ultimately, the, the needs from the market are to Number one, be a more safe solution, which we've kind of documented with our with our ArcShield and our Secure Connect portfolio expansions. And the other piece is as the devices that an MCC packages and utilizes, as those become smarter, provide more data, provide more insight into the operations, the MCC kind of needed to go along with it and make sure that we were getting that information in the best possible way and making sure that we've got good data, good reporting, good network access to all of those devices. And so within the MCC business, we've taken those steps to make those improvements based on what the customers and what the market needs. But ultimately, we've kept the same the same backbone and the same structure for the MCC for 50 years. We made those improvements within what we've got um, so that it is backwards and forwards compatible across the life cycle of the product, which is also really important as customers need to make improvements and need to make modifications and need to add on to what they've already got installed. There's another interesting market driver going on for some customers and in industries also. They, they want to they package the motor control center with either switch gear or medium voltage, could be medium voltage drives, medium voltage MCCs. They want to put them in an e-building or an outdoor building a wide variety of different ways to purchase and program and specify. And, and we do all that too through our Intelligent Package Power Group. And uh, I just thought it was prudent to mention it. It just inspired that thought while you were talking about market drivers. MCCs obviously are an incredible solution for our customers. They're not necessarily standalone. They integrate with the rest of the power system, right? And if a customer customer's driver and, uh, and project's determine or dictate a broader solution, we can deliver that solution as Rockwell. So thanks, Elizabeth, for that overview. And pivoting back to anniversary, you can tell I'm super excited about anniversary. What what have we been up to to, to celebrate the 50th? I've seen some cool videos and things, but uh, what are some of the specifics we're doing? Yeah. So within our team, we've been talking about this for at least the past year, super excited about it, making sure we've got good engagement internally, and then also with our um, our channel partners and our distributors. So we've got some some good content that's available for kind of promotional material that's that's available with regards to celebrating the anniversary. And we want to obviously expand this and celebrate with our customers as well. So uh, we've got plans for to add some celebration and some some 50-year 
anniversary activities at Automation Fair in Houston in November of this year. Well, that's neat. Didn't you have some star star power aligned with some of these? videos and things or there we don't was. Want to we got drop. some we got some special shout outs from some some wisconsin celebrities that's awesome well i uh i have not yet received a piece of cake but i'll i'll look forward to automation <laughs> fair to uh collect there uh, yeah. for our listeners at home besides automation fair are there any other ways they might be involved in the celebration yeah our listeners can can go to our website and, and see the videos. Uh, there are, uh, as you mentioned, there are different videos related to the anniversary. And uh, of course, be, be depending on the web page, we have, uh, this is our, our place to send out news regarding the, the plans or the activities for automation fair and uh, any other things that are planned with our distributors or, or system integrators around the world. Great. That's awesome. Well, Thank you both. Uh, Neil, I just got to ask, are you excited to celebrate the 50th anniversary? Oh, yeah, absolutely. MCCs are an uh, exciting, creative way to package your intelligent package power. So uh, so for our listeners, if, if this you know, whetted your appetite, or if, if you're a pro at MCCs or, or you want to just explore motor control centers as a solution for your uh, manufacturing environment, reach out to your local distributor or RA contact and uh, be part of the 50th, 50th anniversary celebration and uh, potentially uh, spec out a motor control center with Rockwell. All right. And thank you very much again, Elizabeth and Diego. Uh, it was a pleasure having you on this episode of Rock Talk on Drives. Thanks for listening. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. And lots of great ideas uh, for future podcasts and uh, really appreciate uh, the time today, uh, Elizabeth and Diego. If if the listeners have hung on here, if you're at 1.25 or 1.5, hopefully you're you're still hanging on. And uh, and if you have suggestions for future podcast topics, submit your ideas. There's going to be a link in the uh, in the podcast. So uh, yeah, take a look at at that. Submit your ideas or, or email myself or Jim. I think our contact information is going to be on the podcast link as well. So thanks for listening, Jim. Anything else? nothing else for me just uh thank you all for listening and we look forward to catching you next time take care